Hi guys, welcome along to another Your Fit podcast. Today we are talking all things fitness, generosity, anxiety, mental health, and a pretty amazing story that wraps it all into one. Uh, the lady that I'm sharing with you today is a lady named Amy Lutcherhand, who's been training with us for a little over 12 months now, and just one of those kindred spirits that we've connected with uh, and uh, and seen a, a, a real difference in not only uh, ourselves from our interactions with Amy, but also uh, seen a real difference in her as well over our time together. So look, I won't steal her thunder, but I'm certainly uh, really, I'm, I'm really excited to share this one with you guys. Amy's a wonderful person. I know following the end of this chat, uh, I, I made a few notes and I'm definitely a better husband because of it. Uh, and I think you'll understand what I'm saying when uh, when you have given it a listen. But um, but yeah, give it a go. Tell me what you think, share some questions or perhaps some answers that you may have for us uh, at the end. And hopefully you get as much out as I do. Without any further ado, here's Amy Lutcher. Thanks for listening, guys. Well, thanks so much for coming along, Amy. Uh, lovely to talk to you. Uh, it's a beautiful Friday morning uh, and a bit chilly outside, so thanks for making the effort across. We finally had a chance to see you in your normal gear. Yeah. Um, you walked in and my little girls were like, oh, oh, who's this? We've not seen you with the, uh, the sweaty face on and the fitness wear. So thanks for making the effort. Thanks for having me. No worries. So I suppose firstly, Amy, talk to us a little bit about um, what fitness means to you and how we sort of came to meet you, why you initially got in touch with us? Um, well, good question, because it was a bit of a journey. Um, I Fitness to me, I guess, is about health and well-being as opposed to looking fabulous. Just for me, that's <clears throat> excuse me, what it's about. So um, I had put on an unusual amount of weight and I thought, this isn't good. I'm about to hit 50 and it's time to you know, tackle this issue and uh, try and make some lifestyle changes. So um, also we were planning a trip overseas and I wanted to be able to be fit and healthy enough to, to tackle the thousand stairs in Italy. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is great. Which has been and gone. And was that yeah, a good yeah. experience? Oh, yeah. It was a great experience. Yeah. And um, and definitely the, the, the focus on my health and fitness beforehand was definitely worthwhile. Yeah. Okay. Definitely Wonderful. made that experience a lot easier. So I had a bit of a shorter term goal uh, related to like a, a fitness aspect as mm. opposed to just losing weight. Yeah, definitely. Because I had become quite out of condition, literally, you know, not just unfit, but out of condition. Um, and to, your background, you've done a lot of rowing in your <clears> life, haven't you? <throat> so you've always sort of been a fairly cardiovascular fit type person. Yeah, yeah, in, I have. Yeah, fitness. so I I, uh, I rode at high school and then uh, had a bit of a gap around about 25 years. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, that 25-year gap thing. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got back into it, which I really, really loved uh, doing. Uh, it was so good for... Just so many aspects of, of, of me as a person, you know, the team sport aspect and the fitness aspect was just amazing. So, um, yeah, so I, I stopped that before uh, Mark and I had the had the operation. So, um, and then I didn't get back into it. So I sort of really lost condition, literally. So it wasn't, wasn't good. So I needed to get back into condition. And I also felt um, uh, that, you know, my mental health was, was not in a great place. I was just feeling... Um, I lost my joy, you know. Mm. Um, I could sort of find it every now and then, but normally I'm a pretty positive person, and and 
I don't suffer from a lot of stress and anxiety, but I think it was all, you know, getting a bit much. And mm-hmm. so um, work-wise, you know, had been an issue for a couple of jobs, uh, as we all experience, I think, you yeah. know. Um, with well, you were, a, I mean, that's a fairly unique um, one in itself, and I don't even have it in my notes here, but you were a part of making the com game. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a so really it was. big deal. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. It was a it was a, an incredible experience. Um to sum it up for the purposes of brevity, um, it was the best and worst experience of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I say that in the sense that, you know, it challenged me personally beyond anything I ever thought I could do. Um, it was amazing. Um, uh, but you know, there was some challenges within it, within some of the personalities that you come across in those environments that made it really, yeah. really hard to, uh, to, to work with. But, um, you know, yeah, I was really proud of what I did and, and, the, and I was working in the security area. So it was, yeah. uh, grassroots security with amazing security guards who were so excited to be there and happy to be there. So, um, yeah, it was a real honor to do that. Yeah. Mm. It's, um. I hope I don't embarrass you when I say this, but Amy is an extremely organised person. So um, knows minute by minute what's happening, the play um, by play, weeks and months ahead. We we know if Amy's going to miss a session um, a couple of months out, which is really lovely uh, of you to let us know. But um, but from that point of view, I can imagine that there would have been a lot of angst and, and whatever associated yeah. with such a, a, a massive operation. Yeah, uh, it was. So much there fun. was. It was full on. It was just like, you know... Take any project you ever might have worked on in your life in any capacity and multiply that by a million. Yeah. It was full on. Um, but yeah, what a what a challenge and uh, and an honour to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, well done. Um, we're all very grateful for the effort because it was a phenomenal mm. experience for South East Queensland mm. to, to host them. Um, we digress a little, and one of the one of the things that I really wanted to uh, to sort of double click on today. Um, what, when when someone first arrives at the studio, normally you're greeted by uh, this black Labrador that runs up to you and uh, licks you uh, on the leg and welcomes you in. Uh, and he's a bit of our litmus test where we sort of, he's our, our criteria. We really don't have too many other criteria other than that. Um, but if you pass the Sarge test, you're generally um, pretty good by us. And I think one of the things when you first walked in the gate was that not only Sarge felt extremely warm and, and welcoming um, to you but we certainly felt a real warmth and uh, and have been loved have really loved having you a part of uh, you know our little house uh, and, and home here the there's a generosity to this lady that um, I'll let her I won't steal her thunder but there's a generosity that really bellows from this lady she's um, got a, an amazing soul and a pretty amazing story uh, you mentioned in the sort of prelude to this that your you put on a fairly significant amount of weight post the operation. Mm. Um, what was the operation? Talk us through uh, the decision-making process uh, and why it sort of all happened, and then maybe we can talk a little bit about the aftermath. Mm. So you're, you're, you're married um, to a, a, a wonderful person named Mark, mm-hmm. uh, and a couple of years ago you got a bit of bad news. Yeah, well, it was actually it was actually quite some time ago. So Mark and I met um, about twelve years ago, yeah. and just prior to us meeting, I think a few years prior to that, um, he'd been diagnosed with polycystic kidney disease. Okay. 
And so we met, uh, we met online actually, and this is just worth telling this little part of the story because <laughs> we met online and I was about to just, I'd had enough of trying to do, you know, do the dating thing. My son was going into year 12 and I thought, oh, I can't do this anymore, you know. So I switched, turned off my profile, did all that. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, I was at home on a Saturday morning and I flicked it back on one day. I thought, I'll just have one more go. One more and the rest the is dice. history. <laughs> and um, anyway, so I met Mark, and um, and we so fell in love in like thirty seconds. It was really stupid and be, really yeah. funny. Um, <laughs> and and we've we've you know enjoyed a really uh, great relationship since then. Um, so in our uh, bubble of love in the first couple of months, Mark said to me one day we were driving somewhere, and he said, "I need to tell you something." <clears throat> Excuse me. And I said, um, sure. And he said, look, you know, I've got polycystic kidney disease and it's kidney disease that means, you know, it's probably going to affect me significantly at some point in my life. And I wanted to let you know now in case, you know, you just thought this is too much for me. I don't want to have to deal with that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, no, I wouldn't even, that wouldn't, that's not how, how I am or who I am, you know. No. So, yeah. so I just said, look, um, all good. Let's let's tackle it, you know, together. So over the course of the coming years, um, we, Mark used to go to specialist appointments, a bit frustrated with the process. So um, I ended up going with him a couple of times, which helped just absorb some information and, <clears throat> excuse me, help, um, help us through the process. So we ended up... Because um, to the uneducated, the, the kidney is the, the filter system in the body. Mm. It, it's on all day, every day, and, and requires, you know, a, we need them. They're pretty yeah. important. And yeah. so if there's cysts on there, then the filter of our body That's is, right. is going to have some sort of drama. That's that right. Good? Exactly. So what happens is the cysts keep coming, and they polycystic, meaning multiple cysts. So they just keep coming and keep right. coming. <clears throat> and then what happens is they um, create scar tissue on the kidney. Right. And so that decreases the kidney function and therefore over time and it's very um you know individual you can have you know significant effects quickly or you can take 25 years to right. have effects okay. or you may potentially never really have the big effects okay so um he was a bit in the middle there um didn't have it early on but um by the time he was in his mid-40s it started to really have significant issue and really that was just decline in kidney function as most people know these days, I think that you can have a decline in your kidney function you don't know, mm -hmm. but obviously we knew there was a problem anyway. Um, but um, you can exist pretty well with pretty low kidney function until it gets to a point where it becomes symptomatic and then it's quite difficult and then people go on dialysis, etc. So when we got to the point where we realised that the kidney function was dropping from you know 50% to... <clears throat> To thirty percent, etc., um, and and going down, we we sort of knew that, that there was something coming, so we started to look into the transplant options, and and I sort of straight away put up my hand and said, look, well, you know, maybe I can do it. You know, I didn't know anything about it, but I thought, well, maybe I can do it, and and oh, you really? know, straight away, it's straight away, yeah, yeah. Like you know, it's funny, Sean, because I've listened to a, a, a podcast actually on altruistic kidney donation, okay. which they do in America. Do they? Okay. So that is where you can donate to anybody. Yep. Um, you don't get paid, obviously, or anything terrible like that, but you can do that yep. for someone that you don't know. Gotcha. And, um, and 
that's how I feel. Like, I just think if I've got something that can help somebody, then why wouldn't I do it? I know, and people just find that mind-blowing, actually, but to me, it's quite natural and normal. It's who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I guess so, but it, it just it just doesn't, it doesn't frighten me either, I guess, either. Um, and when you see someone who's unwell with a chronic illness, you know, the, if you can do anything to stop that or help that, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you want to do it. So, so we started the investigation um, by this stage, you know, Mark was becoming more unwell, so life was pretty stressful, and uh, it was a pretty hard journey, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, the last couple of years in the lead up to uh, uh, to the transplant was full on. Um, so he's at, so the decline in kidney function. He's at a point where, like, what are the symptoms for those who have sort of um, tiredness yeah. um, is a big one. So he would basically <coughs> get up, go to work, um, come home, go to bed. Right. Um, that was the existence. Weekends were sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, the odd bit of maybe a social event to just sort of try and keep life going. But other than that, it was pretty nothing. That's life. And that was life, yeah. Um, so I think, um, it. you know, anything like that that goes long term is pretty hard on everybody. Oh, it's a chronic disease, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, very, just, it's, it's just hard. And you sort of, you find, you know, you adapt around things and you do things and whatever, but you realise that, you know, that it does... Um, take its toll on him, takes its toll on me. The, the kidney clinic that we saw, um, which was through the Royal Brisbane Hospital, um, were amazing. They have a, a really great team of people. They're mm. actually just um, based up the road at Nunder here at the Community Health Centre. And um, there's psychologists, there's social workers, there's pharmacists, there's doctors, there's um, uh, uh, nurses, you know, the highly qualified nurses whose name escapes me right now. Um, but they are outstanding team of people and the care that you get is really, really great. Psychology is a big, important part of that, you know, and, and so we, we did utilize that, um, quite a bit. Well, he did. Um, and then we got to the point where we knew it was imminent. I'd been through all the testing and we'd had the tick off. And then basically they said to us in August, 2015, okay, you can, you, you're good to go to donate but we now need to wait until Mark is sick enough, in inverted commas, gotcha. to, um, to warrant doing the transplant. Oh, so that... God, so you're waiting for the decline, like the inevitable... Oh, yeah, God, so that was, that was... So you're sitting on tendrils going, oh, I really like two kidneys. Couldn't but, plan anything. Um, I'll just enjoy him for now. Yeah, and then... we just... Life just completely went on hold uh, then. It was really... Well, I uh, went from August to the following April, April 2016. Oh, well, okay. Mm. That's a long, I didn't know that. That's yeah. a long time. It was a really long time yeah. and it felt a long... And stressful, just every day. Oh, of course, there's angst. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's all-consuming sort of thing. And, and obviously people around you who love and care about you... You know they 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 focus on it too, so it makes it hard sometimes to to just let it go, you know, and be normal because everyone's like, oh, how's Mark? You know, how yeah, are you? And yeah. how are you coping with it? You know? But look, one of the look, we've had so many fortunate things in this process. Mark didn't have to do dialysis, but um, life was extremely difficult for him to just exist. And then um, yeah, on poor in chronic pain. Yeah, like, yeah, and just 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 feeling lousy. Oh really really lousy um and then uh they decided in march that we could go ahead um he was sick enough <laughs> yeah awesome yeah so now, yeah so now yeah. i've got a sick enough partner <laughs> and i get to say goodbye to a kidney awesome yeah. great Woo-hoo! Yeah. Be on april <laughs> so 
on the 7th of April 2016, we uh, trundled into hospital and, and um, Mark, you know, obviously the donor goes in first, so yep. Mark came in with me to sort of say goodbye to me as I was getting prepped. So that was pretty full on, pretty yeah, emotional. It would have been emotional, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's it was quite... very emotional, yeah. um, you know, and scary, but um, it's scary, when I say scary, it's, it, he's probably scared for me and I was probably scared for him. I wasn't scared for myself at all. Um, uh, but you, there's so much riding on that day, you oh. know. Um, so we, we, we did the transplant and um, uh, he, I was in theatre for about five hours, um, had a little bit of trouble recovering from the anaesthetic, so I was in recovery for quite a while. He got out of recovery before I did sort of thing. Um, and, and anyway, the transplant was successful and the kidney started working straight away and but then, you know, it was like a, it's like a, a sliding doors moment in a way because one part of your life finishes and another part starts. Mm. And the, the after, st- mm. after math is, is full on too. Pretty significant, yeah. So there's steroids involved for Mark, you know, and so you, you, your whole body and your head goes out of whack because you're on massive amounts of steroids. Um, and I had, you know, really tricky recovery, no, no dramatic things with my recovery, just a long recovery and pain issues, nerve pain issues and stuff like that. It's fairly significant. Yeah. Yeah. Still to this day, honestly, I would do it in a heartbeat again. Fair income. Absolutely. And my journey was not an easy one, but I would do it again in a heartbeat for, for the value that it gave him yeah just just that it was incredible but when he got you know um over the first couple of weeks of his own pain his recovery was definitely better than mine um which it often is um for transplant patients but um but then there's lots of other things to deal with so you know fast forward to now and um he's doing really well yeah um there are a couple of little issues that bubble away in the background but nothing that affects his day-to-day life and and sometimes we we stop we do mark the occasion every year you know to to sort of go yeah 7th of april is a really important day and you know, often I'd probably remember that before my anniversary. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> would be better. Um, <laughs> um, and it's funny. I should say too, people people often say this funny thing. Um, you know, I've I've probably described to some degree the turmoil that we went through in the lead up. <coughs> Excuse me, and then the turmoil afterwards. But um, I think. People say things constantly like, oh, he owes you now, you know, oh, he owes you now, oh, uh, does he buy you really nice jewellery, oh, you yeah, know, right. oh, he must get you really good Christmas presents now, he'll have to get you big diamond rings, and I'm like, if, 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 oh. if, if that was why I was doing this, you know, <laughs> then really, what am I, you who am know, I, you that is don't a, know me, do no, you, you don't, no, 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 you are, that's not in you at all. No, that's, it's it's yeah. really not. And and I um I I say all the time it was an honour to be able to do that yeah. for him. It's not a great attitude. Wow. It wasn't about me. And the other the other interesting thing, just health wise and mental health wise, is you have to let it go. You have to let your kidney go. This is you. Can, it's not yours anymore. Yes, this is interesting. And one of the one of the things that I was I had to ask you later was. 
going back to that person who was going in for the surgery 7 April knowing now what you've gone mm. through what would you say to yourself you know what are the things that you or perhaps there's someone at the moment you know they might be going through a bit of a rehab process or they might be contemplating giving their partner mm. um, a kidney what 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 are what are the pieces of advice that you mm. think would really sink in and, and and really help because I the let it go analogy is a great one. I mean, uh, we can talk about that in a num- number of different contexts. Mm. But, I mean, f- for me, when you talk about owing and uh, the IOU mentality mm. and the tit for tat, there's, there's this transactional almost mm. um, mentality going into that. Whereas the way you've described and knowing you a bit more um, on a personal level, you're a, you're a relationship person. Mm. That was never a transaction for you. That was about <laughs> no. having your husband no. and knowing he was going to be healthy yeah. at the other side. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So sorry, I digress. But what 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 advice do you think you would give to yourself in that um, situation? I thought that um, I, you know I, I'm a pretty strong person constitutionally, but I'm also I'm also not not um, a person that sort of fakes emotion or pretends everything's okay when it's not. I did find afterwards that um, my mental health was, was, you know, continued to be an issue uh, or became more of an issue for me, actually. Um, Anxiety. I had terrible anxiety and I had anxiety in my late teens. Learned to manage that. And then all of a sudden, it came back at, you know, late 40s, so 30 years later. And um, I really, that was really hard for me. Mm. So what I would say to myself is... The anxiety in a sense, sorry, Amy, that um, you, were, you were worried about future consequence? No, what, what, no, what? no, it wasn't even that. It was like a clinical anxiety okay. you know it's it, a heightened sense of exactly yeah. everything went a little bit um haywire and, and you know your kidneys are um important part of uh hormones um and production and what have you and adrenaline and things like that and so i think i think in hindsight that probably all went out of whack a bit but what i did do straight away was i went back to the kidney clinic at the pa hospital and i said something's wrong i'm not right i don't feel right i feel very anxious uptight and this is not how i normally it's am and what right. have you so mm-hmm. um I, I probably would say you know to myself you know be a bit kinder to myself mm-hmm. and not have a high expectation of a quick recovery and things like that but it it really is a, a journey to and a journey after and and i think um you know for us both mm-hmm. we both had our own like in the lead up to the transplant at one stage mark said to me I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can take your kidney. And I didn't know what to say, you know. I mean, what a, like, here I am going here, have it, and he's going on it, yeah, great. And then all of a sudden, no. And then I just had to step away from that and go, well, it's up to you. And, you know, it's, anyway, we obviously came back around. But there's lots of challenges about that that, you know, come up and, and it's real life stuff. It's so real. It smashes you in the face. (laughs) It really, really does. And that thing of, um, a husband and wife team, I guess as well, where, 
you know, is she going to hold this over me? Um, is she going to use this? Like some people suggest I might want, you yeah. know, large gifts. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's just not that. And I think he knew that. But, you know, do, you've got to work that stuff through. You've got to talk about it and get it out and go, right, yeah, no. And even family members of mine afterwards were, like Mark got back on his motorbike after the transplant and my mother was so unhappy about that really? and wanted yeah. to confront him you know about really? it yeah and right. i said listen i gave him that kidney it's gotta his go. yeah, i've got to let wow. it go That's... and it's his life it's your... and you know that yeah so you know it just shows you there's a there's a few um few things that happen there's in so that. much to that there's <laughs> so much to that like the whole yeah. If you get it from a stranger, you never have to worry yeah, about it yeah. compared to your partner who you're sleeping yeah. next to every night. That's you know. right. There's and and to have got through that as a couple. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Wow, we what a foundation yeah. for the journey after. Yeah, you know, yeah. It 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 has been, and then it it has been a a journey since, and um and, you know, having sought some uh, help, medical help for the mental health issues that I was having. Um, which I did very willingly and as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, that made a big difference to, did, to me. Yeah. yeah, huge difference to me. So a bit of um, psychology, some small dose of medication, yeah. and you know life is is quite different. And, and um, talk to us about that process, Amy, because there, you know, there is this stigma attached to working mm. with psychologists mm. and. Um, and you know, oh, it's only for the people who, you know, whatever. And oh, no. you're a really high achieving person and a great communicator, you know, uh, and a, a really wonderful giving soul, like I mentioned. You've been through a lot in your life already mm. and you mentioned that high expectation. And so when that's met with, like you said, the anxiety and you get to a point where you go, actually, I need a little bit more help. Do you think that because you are so honest with yourself, you're able to really just go, nah, I, I need this fix. And you're a doer too, you know, you know, I need this fixed. Rather than the, the merry-go-round of, oh no, I, I'm too cool for school or yeah. I'm, too, I'm, I'm too proud to receive help sort of deal. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Helps? Look, you, you, you've pretty much nailed it there. I am a doer. I, I can't sit when there's something wrong mm. or um, where there's something that I feel I can make a contribution to. It's sort of, well, you know, I've got an obligation. If I've got an ability to help someone, then I should help them. But in the sense of myself with the psychology thing, yeah, it was just a no-brainer for me. Yeah. And um, I... So there was uh, never any like, no, I can't go and see a psychologist. No. no you just went, no, that's the person. Straight away, yeah. Me. Well, you know, um, previously having had a marriage breakup when I was 22 with two yeah, right. kids. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. I had sought... Um, that might be part two. To <laughs> I had sought... I didn't count- know that story, so... <laughs> I had sought counselling then through sort of Relationships Australia and I found that so beneficial yeah. to just um, talk about it. But now, obviously, the, often the modern version is not the counselling side of things, it's the psychology side. Right, right. And... Um, Still and the same process. You're talking definitely. with an individual providing professional advice. Yeah, is that, absolutely. Yeah. And... And we found this fantastic psychologist down on Kingsford Smith Drive, referred to by our GP. Yep. Her name's Heather. And um, Mark and I both went there together in the lead up to the transplant because <clears throat> we needed that support to get through that um, process. And she was outstanding really? human being and just great and get really gets it. So for me, psychology is just um, you do it 
when you need to and uh, you know you, you look for those supports and those intelligent helpful people mm -hmm. that can provide such insight into why sometimes things are the way they are and help you let them go or work them through or whatever the case may be so no she's um, she's been an outstanding person for us in our life yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. it sounds um Sounds like a real turning point once you went and actually sought the help that Absolutely. you needed. Yeah. Um, so talk to us about post that. I suppose you come out of the, mm. you've managed the anxiety, the acute phase, mm. you know, um, you guys are starting to get back on your feet. Life probably isn't as, you know, it's not a click your fingers solution. You've got to work through a little bit. Um, was it a day by day type thing that you took, you know, a mentality to okay, well, I'm just going to get up tomorrow and yeah. let's just make sure we're better than yesterday rather than competing with this really high expectation yeah. of I need to be as good as I was before I went in on April 6th. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, it is. And um, and I really learnt to be kinder to myself and put less pressure on myself than before. Um, we call it like the 7th of April's when we started a new life and it really was. It was... Yeah. It, we had... We had been living a life that had been the way it was for a long time and all of a sudden now we were living a new life in the same house, doing the same jobs, yeah. but a totally different life. So it was quite, it's quite an adjustment. Um, and in that time, you know, I think I <clears throat> let, that, like I initially let that mental health side of things probably get on top of me a bit with the anxiety, wasn't sleeping well and what have you. And once I got on top of that, I really started to think, okay, um, I've got to look after myself here, and and then um, uh, you know, fast forward, I guess, to to uh, about eighteen months ago, and I put a note out on Facebook to say, you know, um, looking for a, uh, some good trainers, a PT in the oh, area. Right. That <laughs> that's a fair, that's a nice little interlude. Fast yeah, right. well, <laughs> well, that that you know, and, I, and and what I wanted was someone that wasn't going to yell at me was specific um, and um, that would be encouraging, uh, supportive. And, you know, I, I'm not a person that sort of, you know, seeks to be Elle McPherson. I, I, I do sincerely want to be healthy and fit and, and well, but I, I, I don't need to be, you know, glamorous and, and um, amazing looking or whatever. But I just need Amy's quite that. humble. It's not... I'm just... <laughs> No, I'm not sitting here turned away from Amy because she's that unattractive, okay? Not the elephant man. Yeah, yeah, no, there's nothing like that. But I, I think I get your point. It's yeah. not about a vanity thing. For no, you. no. And it's not that. about a self-esteem thing for me or... Uh, well, there might be components of that, um, but but it, it's, not, it's not an identity issue for me. No. You know, it's about being well... Um, and so I got about 20 recommendations off that, um, post. post. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then when I went through them and then Amy contacted me directly on, um, messenger and there was something about that message, I think that it just made me think, oh, yep, no, there's, I, I, you know, I think there's some really nice vibe here that, you know, we're yeah. going to connect on and, and, uh, the rest is history. And, you know, the last year has been, um, uh, has had its own challenges for me in, in terms of just keeping that uh, commitment every week. You know, that was, for me, that was just important. Yeah. I know, I mean, I'm, I'm not doing a lot of other exercise, and that, that's not ideal, but 
for me to keep that commitment every week and go, no, I'm going to work it around my work and I'm going to have to change it if I need to and I'm just going to stick at it. Yeah. The benefits have just been phenomenal for me. Yeah. And and I really... And, the, you know, there's days when you go, oh, I really don't want to go. That's right. And then you walk out of, you know, the end of the session and you're like, oh, I'm so glad I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, duh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, though. <laughs> And, and this, you know, we're preaching to the converted, but it's a sell every time you got to go. Yeah. And we're the same. Like, it's yeah. not easy. And I think the days that it is easy, they're the bonus ones. Yeah. Rather than the expectation that, oh, yeah, I'm just going to wake up and love it, you know. No, yeah. the, the reality is it's not it's not the case. No. It's, it's, good that, it's good that we deliver on the promise that you feel better leaving and when you arrive. And that's, uh, that's yeah, the, yeah, that's absolutely. Right. And and it's 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 been a bit of a lifesaver for me in the last twelve months. Uh, in a lot of ways, it's been a little bit like my my rock, my my piece to work around. No, I've got to do this every week, and I'm just going to keep doing it and yeah. um and and build on that. And now I find the benefits of having done that. You know, I feel fitter, I feel stronger. I've lost a few kilos, which has been good yeah. um, as well. And hopefully that'll that'll definitely keep going. Yeah. Um, it's um it was also really important i think with amy because we've done work with amy uh, both as dietitian and also personal trainer having that milestone or that that sort of shorter term uh focus on the trip mm. was a really great way to start the process so rather than thinking so long term that um yep i need to be al mcpherson by the time i mm. turn um a particular 50. yeah 50, <laughs> uh let's let's look at okay well you're gonna have to do the best part of 12,000, 13,000 steps a day while you're d- doing the Italy thing. Let's get you ready for that. Mm. You know, let's use that as our mm. focus rather than a, such an acute phase of, of yeah, week by week, focus on the scales yeah. and so on. Yeah. So, um, it's, been, it's been wonderful to, um, to hear a bit more. We might park that one there. I'd really love for you guys to write us in and ask any questions. Amy and I are going to catch up again. Um, what we haven't talked about is Amy's significant love of cheese and wine. <laughs> Uh, and we, how we, we need hours. We need, we do. We need hours in a cheese board and a glass of red in front of us. So we might do that. Um, uh, it's Friday morning, so it's probably not a project now. But we'll catch up this afternoon. No, but if if you can write us in, let us know any questions that you'd like to to perhaps ask Amy, um, either about transplant or about life. We've also got to talk about um, a current issue called the ganglion, which we'll fill you in on when we next speak. Um, but thanks so much for listening and thanks so much for your time, Amy. This has been so insightful. I feel like uh, I should be paying for this because I just become such a better person at the end of these conversations. <laughs> so thank you very much. Thank um, you. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next time.